Um, okay, then uh, I'll just, uh, okay, we're officially starting. Welcome, guys. This is officially season two of our podcast, season two of our weekly meetings, season two of Artists Stop Being Poor. Uh, we're very excited to have all of you guys here. Uh, we're very excited uh, to, to talk about uh, a lot of things uh, about uh, how to build and grow our art careers. Uh, we are very excited about... Um, well, we're, we're just very excited about what, what's going to come over this uh, next couple of months with Artists Stop Being Poor. Uh, the most pressing event with Artists Stop Being Poor is that by this Saturday, we will be dropping one of the first ever NFT art collections, exhibitions, showrooms, whatever. Uh, with Vincent, that is over here somewhere in the the, the screen, uh, we kind of like, uh, he was already a member of the community, but he... Um, but he got as crazy as I did dur during this NFT gold rush that happened over the last two or three weeks. And we just started talking a lot more deeper about how NFT could change our careers and how it could like offer us all these new possibilities. And uh, well, I, I guess like the short story is that we just geeked out about NFTs as hard uh, as we did at the same time. And um that kind of matched with with my idea of always wanting to do art exhibitions and like um, stuff where I have to work with other artists, exhibitions where I could show the works of other artists, um, you know, group shows. I love doing group shows. And I thought, yeah, launching my NFT collection will be cool. But you know what would be super cool? Making a collection of like 50 artists launching NFTs together. And like whenever I have an idea, I just I just make it happen. And uh, over last week, I was in vacation I was in the countryside of Germany. And at the same time, while I was in vacation, I just fully organized and set up this exhibition that that we're organizing with with Vincent. And we kind of like brainstorm what was the best idea to bring uh, this this technology, this this uh, new phase that is the NFT world and how we could uh, include a lot of artists on it at the same time. So we came up with this project that is 50 NFT artworks about pineapples. And it it was a little bit tricky to, to choose the topic uh, because I, I didn't know if I wanted to do something super deep and meaningful or just go with something super fun. And I just went with pineapples, which is one of like my favorite art topics of the of all. I just love doing pineapple art. And I I just figured out so like let's see what other people can do with with the topic of pineapple. And we got it like some amazing submissions. Submissions are just pouring in. And tomorrow we officially launch the the communication strategy for this exhibition. So it's going to be like officially out there. And um, we are just going to be selling <clears throat> digital art that doesn't exist in the real world. And it's going to be 50 pineapples at 100 copies each. 
the prices start at 0.1 Ethereum and grow by 0.1 Ethereum every 20 copies. So it goes from 0.1 Ethereum for the first 20 copies, 0.2 for the 20 second copies, and 0.5 for the last copies. Roughly translating, the um, if if by like luck or 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 internet craze or whatever, uh, I'm not saying that there's very likely chance that this will happen, but just like, you know, uh, grant me, you know, this idea. If the whole exhibition sells all of it, if all, all if all the copies of all the artworks got sold, it is twenty seven million dollars of art. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I'm not saying by any means that that's likely to happen, but it's just like the whole value of the exhibition is $27 million of digital art. And, you know, again, we're not going to sell all of that, but it's just like a very interesting way to, to illustrate this point on how we can create value out of uh, digital files or digital um, art. So um, I think without further ado, uh, let's bring on uh, Vincent to talk a little bit more about uh, art, crypto art, zeros and ones, digital yeah. art, you know, and, and this exhibition. Okay, cool. Then, uh, yeah, um, probably most of you already know me. I'm Vincent. I'm a digital artist and painter from Berlin. I'm, uh, I studied digital art and animation also here. I'm doing uh, yeah, yeah, all kinds of uh, art stuff for over 10 years now, starting from 2D, 3D animation, um, really uh, yeah, learning mostly all by myself. And um, yeah, then recently I discovered the NFTs, like first time I heard of, about it was like November last year when an artist called Beeple uh, dropped his uh, first collection of his everydays, like he, he's uh, doing one 3D artwork for 13 years and he dropped his 2020 collection um, as NFTs and they sold for 3.5 million dollars back in November, which was like a huge thing. NFTs itself are around for like, well, since 2017. Um, so also not that old actually, like an internet age, four years is a lot, but uh, in, in, yeah, it's, it's been around only recently. And yeah, then in the beginning of, I don't know, end, you know, end of February this year, I uh, got more into the uh, NFT topic and uh, realized also that it's like a really cool thing actually. And this, uh, that it's something um, that just gives uh, the value to digital art because before I created also a lot of digital artworks and had them, you know, on YouTube, on Behance and uh, as files on my PC, but there was no uh, value behind them like when you, do a painting and you have the canvas, you have like the, the physical thing, which you can sell, which you can give someone, which you can own. And you didn't have that with yeah, pictures on the computer. And now what NFTs allow is to have exactly this kind of ownership uh, for a digital artwork, which 
Um, yeah, it's a, it's a game changer, I think, and it's not gonna, I don't think it will replace like traditional art forms, but it's more like an addition, like an additional market, which is like emerging currently and um, yeah, is at the moment blowing up. So um, I also thought about, you know, what, what could I do or how could I get into this um, art market and I... I will just share my screen now because I opened some tabs or tabs where I can show you. So um, let's see. Nope, here. So this is my. Um, this is a platform called Rarible. This is um, you know a marketplace where you can uh, create these NFTs. And this is the first NFT I have created. Uh, when was it? I think yeah. Seven weeks ago, so somewhere in February, I uh, created this. It was yeah, just a picture um, lying around on my on my uh, hard drive, and I didn't know what to do with it. And I just you know tried it out how to do NFT stuff, and then I followed up with some you know 3D stuff, and uh, yeah, created all of these on Rarible before I get discovered. Um, here, this is. OpenSea, this is currently, wait, I'll just go in here, this is uh, here, this is my account on OpenSea, which is basically the same as here, because it goes all over this, this, this ID here, this is my crypto wallet, this is the wallet where you also would, you know, store your Bitcoins or Ethereum, and uh, with that you can also, yeah, store these NFTs. These are currently all the NFTs I own. Um, as you can see there also, this is the one I created on Rarible, also these. Um, here's one actually that Stefan also made, which I have bought also. And yeah, click on it, show it bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. because this was, this is like also the Beeple, Beeple is like the, now the, uh, I think third most expensive living artist. They recently sold its work at Christie's for $69 million. And yeah, they, uh, the most famous artist created this awesome collection of 50 Beeples, also with, uh, I think, 100 editions for every um, artwork. And yeah, I got one of uh, the, the number 44 from, from Stefan. Um, and what is really cool about OpenSea and the whole um, blockchain thing is also that everything about the artwork is transparent. So you can exactly see um, when, uh, how many pieces sold, for what price, um, who, lists, who is listing the piece currently for what price. You can see who owns the pieces and how many. Uh, for example, here this is me, I own one of these. And yeah, it's all transparent and will be forever in the blockchain for everyone to see. This is also uh, a key thing about NFTs because, you know, this is just an image. I could download it and could upload it again as a new token, but you would always be able to see that uh, it's not the original. While uh, in traditional art, you know, there are many, um, I don't know, the, the the fake people who make fake art, like how is this guy called Petrarchi or so, who, who did it for decades and nobody knew. You you would immediately know, you know, when you when you upload the same picture that it's not the original token and would have then not the value like this and it's, has. It's, it's just like such an interesting parallel too, you know, because. Uh, 
somebody told me today that yeah, you can own a print of the Mona Lisa or you can own the Mona Lisa, you know? And at the end of the day, it's kind of like the same thing, but on one side, you have all the paperwork proving that your Mona Lisa is real. And on yeah. the other side, you just bought that at the Louvre's, you know, like museum shop. So uh, it, it's, it's all about ownership. All on the artwork is about ownership. Uh, the cases, for example, with with fake Pollux, you know, that that you couldn't really recognize that it was uh, made by Pollock or it was something very similar. The artwork didn't have any value because it didn't have like the documents and attributions that granted it its value. And it's the same thing with NFT. You can just download the image. Yes. But you don't have the paperwork that attributes you value. So. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly what. You know, NFTs and the blockchain is allowing this this ownership and this this digital certificate of authentication, like that you really can prove that you own this piece of art. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's also not it's not limited to art. This is like one part of NFTs, but there are also um, other things. For example, like this um, crypto butterfly is um, this is a series uh, someone made who. You know, I think he drops, or the person drops like one of these crypto butterflies every week. Uh, in an, you know, there are 10 to 14 pieces per crypto butterfly, and there will be 21 um, editions. So in total, some what around 300 total crypto butterflies, and then afterwards there can never be. Forever, never, somebody else can do the same thing because you always know that you know, these things exist. And um, yeah, it's just it's crazy to think about because when the internet is still around in 100 years, you know, this will still be all there, all open, all transparent. And another really crazy thing about the NFTs is just um, the, the hype around it and the, the increase in value. I bought this, for example, for 0.06 Ethereum, which is like 80 bucks or $80 or something. And the last one sold was for one Ethereum, which is $1,600 or so. And um, yeah, I just, I listed mine for 1.6 Ethereum just, you know, because if somebody buys that for that much, that would be uh, pretty nice gains. Um, yeah, but those gains will also go back to the artists that created those those Ethereum. Like yeah, the notion yeah. goes back, and that is unheard of in in the art market. There 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 has never been an auction that that gives back to the original author of or the original owner of the the artwork. So that's just yeah, like that's that's one of the most insane features i think about nfts because um yeah even if in 50 years you know people look back at this time now and see this is the beginning of you know of this market and the very first nfts will have like a tremendous value so in, in you know in 50 years when this sells for i don't know thousand ethereum the person who created this or the wallet who created this will still get the 10 percent uh, of the sales price like forever and that's like yeah when when a work on the so sells for millions the artist doesn't get anything and here you will get for every sale um the percentage like you can set 10 percent or more i have it for mine also 10 and that's 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 amazing because this is also what um 
just allows many artists to be independent for the long term, um, even if they, you know, in the beginning are not well known, and then, you know, a decade from, from now, they, they, they get popular and their works get picked up by collectors and the price increase, they will still benefit from that. Yeah, and it also allows um, regular people to look into investing in art, but from a completely different perspective of what investing in art meant till now. Before it was like, oh yeah, let's buy uh, uh, an artist that is worth maybe 50,000 euros and wait until it goes to 5 million. But now we're talking about really buying artwork at, at low as 150 euros and, and waiting for that artist to grow his career and having access to to share the profits with the artist rather than like predatorily invest in art it's 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 a more symbiotic relationship yeah and i mean what 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 determines the value is still like in every other market what people are willing to pay for it and um, basically like supply and demand and um, since you can you know as the artist uh, set the supply like you can you can mint like minting is called the uh, creation of the of the artwork or the token on the blockchain so you can create between one and infinite um, tokens of course yeah. like when you create one it will have a different value in scarcity than compared to 100 or you know something crazy so that's um, well, but, also, but, but that's not such a crazy aspect also because that happens in the art world. You know, if yeah, I yeah. want to do a fancy print, I'll do 50 copies. If I want to do something uh, more more public level, I'll do a thousand copies. You know, if I want to do something mid-level, I do some some silk screens that are more expensive, but I can do more. You know, it, it, it supply and demand for copies uh, also is something that translates very well to the real art world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, that's also something I um, did uh, in the project I also created in the NFT space, which I maybe I can show you. Um, uh, because I started 18 days ago, I started uh, creating BitCats. Um, BitCats. I love the BitCats. It's a, um, characters or like a character I created for, um, you know, I, a video game I was working on last year. Um, and I just, you know, had it lying around and I thought that these would, you know, I can uh, make many different unique versions of them and, uh, yeah, make them basically digital collectibles. Let, let's and call it what it is. It's a, it's a homemade Pokemon. You wanted to invent yeah, your yeah. own Pokemon and all the Pokemons are cats. Basically, basically, <laughs> yes. They're like Pokemon cards, so you can... Pokemon, have, are, um, Pokemon is amazing. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'm creating one every day. Um, they have different rarity, like ranging from like one to 13 editions per bitcat so for example this one with the orange frame like i i, I made the the rarity scale like um, you have like in i don't know world of warcraft like the items like the the commons the uncommons the rares the epics and the, the legendaries so uh, this is like a one of one there are three of these and five eight and thirteen so overall the supply is still pretty low um, but uh, the, the price ranges, like I, I totally set the price and, you know, it can be whatever, um, but the price ranges so from 1 Ethereum to 0.077 Ethereum, which is like right now 1,500 euros to, 
80 or something. Um, and, and, and it's just like, you know, people find this weird that we're attributing. It's like, I'm not 100% a convert. I, I, I am a little bit skeptical, but like people criticize uh, attributing this much value to zeros and ones and digital files. But we've been attributing random value to stuff as forever. As we've been a society, we've been putting value as into stuff that, you know, might or might not have it. Oh, it's yeah. uh, like, are diamonds as valuable as they should? You know, is, is money more than paper with fancy paint on it? You know, is, is a Picasso really, you know, worth what it is? It's just value that we invented as society. And uh, as a society, we're moving more into digital formats. So maybe it is natural that we start um, attributing real life mon monetary value to to digital assets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's worth as much as people are willing to pay for it. And um, it's rather than also like what you always say, it's like the story. Sorry, the storytelling um, behind it and how you marketed it and, uh, you know, the, the, yeah, the, you know, it's when you're an artist, it's also about like who you are and uh, mm -hmm. this is with like NFTs similar. Um, and I mean, maybe I just, I can show you some, I mean, you can see uh, some, uh, someone actually already bought one for 0.2 Ethereum, like I think yesterday, one of these, uh, which was really cool so this 0 0.2 ethereum are like 350 dollars so that's actually you know quite a decent income yeah. for you know creating one of these and uh, my hopes of course are that you know these they pick up and you know that people want them because uh, there are not so many and um yeah it's just it's great because um when we take a look here at the rankings you can this is also the blockchain thing you can always see like who sold how many who earned what amount of money or ethereum in that case and um, always see um everything so if you take a look the crypto punks this is the first nft uh, collection that came out um they are ten thousand um algorithmically created CryptoPunks each is unique and um, they have yeah, been around since 2000, mid 2017. And um, yeah, they are, because these are where the very first NFTs, they are currently like, they, they are going like crazy. Like the prices are absolutely insane. Like you can see 88 Ethereum, 223. Like these are like, multiply this with 1,500. So this is, this yeah. is super crazy. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, there are the, the barrier of entry is quite low, especially on OpenSea, because you can just, um, you know, you can create your collection here and you basically just have to pay like a one time gas fee, it's called, like the fee when you create your tokens on the blockchain. And then you can create like a, an unlimited amount of NFTs, and um, there are many copy. Cats. I mean, basically, the, the systematic is like the same as like CryptoPunks or like a lot of other collections with the BitCats because also these, these collectors, this, this system behind collectibles just works like also behind Pokemon. So um, 
I think the market, or what you already see, is like that the market is getting like flooded with um, you know a lot of people who make um, yeah just copies of the CryptoPunks. For example, this this guy here, he makes like this this crypto frogs, um, but still sells them. Like it's um, still the, the 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 way you promote it uh, or he promotes is just um, you know. People are interested in it and uh, buy it, and um, yeah, I, I think it's also because it's it's just you know it's just starting to really to pick up. I can also show you a very cool graph for that here on CryptoArt.io. You can see on the data exactly um, you know the sales volume of all the big marketplaces, and as we can see. Um, you know, there, it started here in 2018, and there was nothing. Then slowly, slowly here in November, like people released the, uh, his first NFT drop, which was like 3.5 million. And then you can see it is absolutely blowing up right now. Um, so we have a total volume here of you know, 200,000 200, Ethereum, and. Um, yeah, uh, these marketplaces like Nifty or Super Rare Foundation are really more um, like exclusive marketplaces who um, handpick the artists. So only artists who have like a huge Instagram following or already have, you know, are known um, and have, have an audience um, can sell there compared to like OpenSea where basically everyone can uh, create collections and sell artworks. Well, I, I just want to, to add something there, you know, this this thing of, of being somewhere or being like a famous artist can also be hacked into presenting yourself as a super professional artist. So maybe you can start with collections in places like OpenSea, but create a, a nifty uh, marketing strategy around it. So then you can apply to these more exclusive uh, marketplaces by showing how hard you work to promote your NFTs. So, yep. so yes. I, I, I also don't think that it's just uploading your NFTs and just hoping them somebody to find them. It, it, it needs a marketing strategy around it. Absolutely. And this is, for example, also I, I started like BitCats like 18 days ago and from nothing, I don't have like a huge following. Like on my other account, I have like 150 followers. So really like nothing actually and um i'm you know i'm posting one every day like i create like a bit of a story like i make try to make it cute and connect with the audience you know ask them for ideas and um really yeah create like a community around them but i'm also doing like for example i did a giveaway for um this uh, nft here which is like a composition of the first nine bit kits where I will do like actually today I will start another giveaway with the composition of the uh, here of, of this one it gets number 10 to 18 where I will give away two of these and will auction the third one and then in 10 days I will do uh, another giveaway where I will give away one and auction two and then you know try to um, to to um, ingrain this this awesome habitual rhythm of you know releasing them and being consistent and um yeah do, but doing it strategically like i'm also yeah promoting each post with a couple of euros each day just to increase the reach because 
yeah, it's yeah, important to, to, to like to yeah, spread the message and spread the word of uh, your NFTs and um, but I, I love it. I love it because like any artist that would be doing this with their paintings would be selling them too. You know, it's just like, just get out there and talk about the art that you're doing. Get out there and say that it's for sale. Get out there and show the world what you're doing and people will buy. You know, it, it could be an NFT. It could be a t-shirt. It could be an oil painting. But the, the, the basic yeah. thing is get behind the stuff that you're doing and like, you know, like yeah, yeah. wave the fire you know but like make the fire grow yeah that's true like yeah it's the same it's like it's just yeah it's marketing online marketing in the end yeah. which is also something i i love about nfts because it feels like it's you know i can i can just put everything i learned over the past decade combine it and you know this comes out and it, it seems to work just like yes the day before yesterday i published this and somebody sold it so it's just you no know, now getting it rolling and I, I believe there's you know a tipping point and when the word spreads about collections and you know they pick up and because there's so little supply um, you know the demand grows higher and then you know it can escalate really quickly that these collections um, here end up in a, uh, yeah, with a high uh, sales volume because you can see like there are so many you know it's just starting uh, this is really this is right now is just the beginning um, i read somewhere that um, the nft art market is only 0.14 percent of the um, traditional art market so there's a huge um yeah growth potential still to yeah. for this yeah it, it's i think it's like the right moment for a lot of artists to start dealing with this because uh, it's it's just going to be uh, better um accepted by the public more and more you know so yeah i i mean there will be resistance and um, you know there's uncertainty also with like the crypto uh, currency and stuff but um yeah, I, I think you need to have like somewhat of a belief that this is really something to stay that you know this will be yeah, in 10 years if you look back at this time now this is really the beginning and the, the pieces and the collections that are creating now will just become more desirable because yeah. we're the very first. Yeah, and then places where like uh, open sea, you can really create these these NFTs at no cost, you know, with like lazy minting, you can just leave them hanging there and they've been created. Uh, I, I think it's just also like a way to better document your work, you know, so you create some some project you some some art at home you know a digital art piece you take a cool picture you make a cool video you just like document it upload it to instagram talk about it in your blog send a newsletter and create an nft about it and and then it could be like really a regular thing in your your art practice you're doing yeah. it every day but i might see you know some other creators doing like a weekly NFT of, you know, something they created that specific week, you know, like an NFT diaries or something. Yeah, the, the possibilities are endless. Like this is also not, you know, you don't have to use pictures. You can also use videos, music. You can make photos of your paintings you made and upload them as NFTs. Like they are really, yeah, very like, we don't even know what is possible with with them and the ways you can create them. Yeah, like, well, you know, the, um, the the founder of Twitch of the the video gaming streaming platform, 
now offers his YouTube videos as NFTs. So you can yeah, buy yeah. an NFT or one of his videos. Elon Musk made a techno song talking about how stupid and vain NFTs are. And he made an NFT of his techno song. Uh, uh, Arcade Fire, Arcade Fire, Kings of Leon launched an album now with uh, NFT. So if you buy the NFT, you get front row tickets for them for the rest of your life. So yeah, it's, Jack it's Dorsey, like, like the founder of Twitter, is selling his first tweet for like two and a yeah, half. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's, you know, I, I I could I could get the recording of this this podcast and sell it as an NFT if I wanted. Totally, yeah. There's, so so many ways to create with them and it's just a great tool and a great you know addition to whatever an artist is doing like it's it's really worth exploring because it has like it just has a huge potential yeah i wouldn't go on like drop everything you're doing and get into nfts you know because you need to have the 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 artistic career surrounding that to, to sustain your your long-term growth as as a digital artist as well you know but uh, it's for sure like a very interesting way to to monetize on on all that that uh, extra material. You know how many of us uh, you know that have like design or illustration jobs on the side uh, get a client that wants an illustration. We do something, it never happens, you know, and we're stuck with the illustration. You know now we can transform it to an NFT. We can do something like that. Or we can offer it as prints. It's just ways to to deal with uh, all all the work that we're producing twenty four seven, anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. It's just yeah, it's a great great addition, like um, a great new marketplace to um, step the foot. And and it's like it's also like a gold rush. I I don't think everything that will be created now will succeed because they are like probably hundreds of crypto punk clones, you know, who do exactly the same. And yeah. a lot of them are successful because just the market isn't saturated at all. And, you know, most of the buyers aren't in the market yet because there's also, yeah, you, you have to be a bit technical or get into like also cryptos. You have to get the wallet by the Ethereum and, you know, all that to, to uh, get in. But uh, when you do it, it's actually, and, yeah, it's uh, not that complicated and hard to, to create like a collection. Yeah, and um, the thing is, uh, as artists, I just see this as an opportunity to stay ahead of the curve. Always super important, you know. Um, I find an opportunity to diversify our incomes, also super important. And, uh, you know, it's like, why, why would we, you know, stuck our heads in a hole in the ground, you know, when we can pay attention to what's happening in the, the big, bigger market world, you know, uh, that this, this kind of stuff can have direct consequences to, to our, 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 our careers as artists. So we need to pay attention to this. And yeah, that's absolutely. why, you know, we made this exhibition for you guys. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of the first exhibitions like the it's similar to the people or Hail the King, which you know did very well, and um, just to have like also the you know the mixed media's like they're photographers, they're like pixel art stuff, they're illustrations, and um, to to just be one of the first, I think is really really important. Like it's a great 
um, asset, like also in the, in the long term, also for all the participating artists, because of the royalties, you know, that will pay for years, um, which is unheard of, like in the, yeah. the traditional market. Yeah, and um, uh, we're, we're promoting it literally as one of the first exhibitions of NFTs, because we don't know how many there have been so far, but we know it's one of the first. Uh, we're going to be creating a 3D viewing room where we can see all the artworks together and walk through the gallery as as we were in, in the good old days, you know, before the, the past. Um, the, um, the, the platform also will allow us to print out uh, augmented real reality tokens that we can put in our walls and see what this NFT would look like in our houses, which is like super cool. Um, we're going to have 50 artists from all over the world. And I mean, like all over the world, we got people coming, joining and sending their work from, you know, like a lot of people and, and so many fun, different formats, you know, we got like super cute, weird animations. We have stuff made with artificial intelligence. We have, uh, uh, bit cats. We have crypto frogs um it's, it's just like super cool and um i'm just happy to be able to do it about uh pineapples it's my uh homage you know to the to the holy pineapple and um i just thought that it's uh whimsical and not too serious topic to make our first exhibition about so if if any of you listening has not sent it uh send it it's dropping on this Friday, the 20th. The 20th of March, the exhibition is going to be live. We're going to have like a, a virtual vernissage where we can talk and meet each other. It's going to be lovely. So send your art. And I think with that, uh, we kind of close the explaining what NFTs are and why you should care section of this episode. Uh, like to open the floor for some questions, maybe. So, no questions? I mean, maybe we can also like uh, pick up uh, from some of the questions you got uh, two days ago when you did the live talk. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just pick them up, the ones that, that were from Instagram then. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Alex. Alex is joining. So some of the questions we got. Um, how do you get receive payments from an NFT sale? It's a bit unclear to me on how can directly tangible profit, how can I directly slash tangibly uh, profit from this? So yeah, when, when you're working with NFTs, you're going to be getting uh, payments through your, your crypto wallet, which is like real money and not real money at the same time. Uh, it's going to be probably stored as Ethereum. But you can at any point grab that money and send it to your bank account at the 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 moments 
um, quotation of of uh, Ethereum. So it's kind of like owning stocks. You don't own money, money, but you could sell that stocks at short notice to you know get your money out of there. Yeah, I had, for example, like the um, sale I made, I had the money like from Ethereum to my bank account in like 15 minutes. So it's uh, very uh, quick and uh, it, the money, the dollars or euros will get depend on, on the Ethereum uh, cost. Like on the day, like when I sold my Ethereum, it was like 1,450 and a couple of minutes later, 1,500. So um, yeah, it's a bit timing related how much then you will get. Yeah, and it's also an interesting way where artists can actually uh, generate uh, Ethereum rather than mining it. They can create their crypto wealth by uh, creating NFTs and selling them in the marketplace. Yeah, which which is great. Uh, I think that it's just also that you don't you know pay at all in euros or dollars on like the marketplaces but just with uh, ethereum because it's like just more direct and more transparent at the same time it would um, probably allow more buyers to buy um, the nfts if the marketplaces would also allow like uh, credit cards um, as a payment option where it's then on the transferred into ethereum on the marketplace itself yeah, I, I heard that, that some platforms already offer like direct payments from credit cards, you know, and I do think that that would be an interesting thing. But I do see that that um, uh, people are just just uh, inserting crypto into their lives more and more. So it's, it's just uh, I think in a sense, it's just a, a matter of time that everybody will will get more on board with this technology. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Um... I also believe it's here to stay. I mean, we saw with Bitcoin like the rise in 2017 um, and people thought, you know, Bitcoin is dead after it dropped to like 2000 or so, but uh, it's back. There is probably like this, this hype, this bullish cycle going on. And um, yeah, but like it's, it's really about like the long term thing. And this is something that will just stay like this, this, the, the underlying blockchain especially yeah and I, and I think there's just going to be more and more technologies built on top of this you know also to validate it so at the end you know yeah let's just... let's i i picked up that this is also like one of the uncertainties you know that uh, the nfts just exist digitally and you cannot really put it on your wall i mean you can print it out hmm. theoretically but uh, there's nothing you know to really do with it then rather than just keep it in your, in your crypto wallet and um, you know other people can see it on, on uh, the marketplaces which rich uh, nfts you own um, but uh, i'm also sure that in the future there will just be more um, possibilities like people uh, also send like digital um, art frames where you could display their the, the, the yeah NFTs. And, and on the other hand you know how many people just buy artworks for their their uh, investment value and just have them laying around in in storage rooms in in free ports where nobody can see them and they're just like gathering dust waiting for their value to grow up and be sold in in our in 
an auction again. And how many, you know, and, and at the end of the day, you know, we're not going to anybody else's house because of the pandemic. So we don't get to see other people's art. The only way to see other people's art right now is it's through their crypto wallets. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, we just like give value to so much stuff, you know, on a, on a day-to-day basis that um, why not, why not this? You know, it's, no. it's, it's, oh, there, there, there are whole, uh, cities being built on, on top of, of blockchain, you know, where you can have and buy little portions of, of crypto real estate, you know, and you pay with that in Ethereum and people are opening art galleries inside of these places. And, um, yeah, I saw that also today that like an architect like uh, sold uh, like a 3d model of a house uh, she made like just for uh, just as an nft like for sixty thousand yeah. dollars which you you know it's it's probably also like when you um, when like virtual reality becomes more a thing maybe this is also then uh, some ways that can be integrated which i mean it's all also why everyone i with my family when i tell them they all think like what I have no idea. No, I cannot imagine, you know, what, what this is because it's so hard to grasp even for me, who is like very, uh, a fiend with like digital art and internet stuff. It's still like, you know, takes a while to, uh, process, process this and, uh, to, to see the value in that. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I'm not telling us to, to start and evaluate what what the consequences of NFTs are for the bigger art market now. I think it's just important for us to pay attention and to uh, keep in mind and keep an open mind to, to how we can, as artists, take better uh, use of this technology. Yeah. Yeah, and the potentials... Um... You know, this this offers are just uh, very exciting, like especially with the reoccurring uh, royalties you get from like just, you know, when your artwork sells in 10 years that you still get a portion out of the sales price is just um, super amazing. And um, yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I think that's a pretty high note to end uh, the episode today. Uh, does anybody have any final questions for today regarding this exhibition, regarding NFTs? If not, well, guys, I'd like to thank you all for joining. Thank Vincent for explaining a little bit how to make crypto money out of fake art or real money out of real art. Depends on your point of view. Yep. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you, Vincent. Okay, guys. Uh, then, Looking forward uh, to the drop. We'll be seeing you on Saturday for the exhibition drop. Cool. Yeah. You're going to obviously send us all the details. Of course, of course. They're going through email tonight. Okay, guys. Then in that case, a uh, big hug for everybody and have a good evening, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.